weeks. You'll learn, too. He reaches for her mask. Come on, take that off. Drake's wearing his mask on the back of his head. No! She backs away from him. It's not safe outside without a mask. Not for me. Not for a normal, is what she means. Not for her or for Cal. Don't be scared. Drake smiles. There's hardly any dust around here. Nothing but pine needles and rock. He gestures around us. You can take off your mask. Trust me, no one else is wearing one. My heart warms with pride as I watch my barely 14-year-old brother reassure my friend. It's hard to remember he's two and a half years younger than Jama and me. Four years younger than Cal. Jama tentatively pulls the mask away from her face and raises it to rest atop her forehead. Drake nods in encouragement, and she draws a shallow breath. You can do better than that, he says. Like this. Drake bends, then stretches back, arms over his head, as he draws in a lungful of air. It's great to be alive. She laughs, but then her nose wrinkles, and she claps her hands over her mouth and nose. Drake crosses his arms over his chest. Do I need to do my chicken imitation again? She drops her hands to reveal a grin. Then, mimicking his movements, she stretches back and yells, It's great to be alive! Louder! Drake bends back as he pulls in a long breath. To fresh air and freedom! Say it! Jama tips her face toward the sky. To fresh air and freedom! That's better! Drake says as if he's her GT instructor. He had to quit general training when he was only ten, after I accidentally hurt him with my deviance and his legs became paralyzed, making him a parasite inside Haven. After that, he had to stay hidden to avoid being expunged by management. Jama closes her eyes as she draws another breath. She twirls, arms stretched wide, and on the third rotation, one of her arms swings into Drake. She laughs. Sorry. It didn't hurt. You can touch me any time. His cheeks redden. She looks up at him with a half-smile and full-on adoration, almost like the way she used to look at Cal's younger brother, Scout. My brother steps a little closer to Jama. Drake and I were separated for less than four months while I was back inside Haven, helping to save other deviants. But the combination of fresh air, hormones, and freedom created the perfect storm to transform my brother from boy to young man. Smitten young man. Then again, he always liked Jama. Have you ever seen a pine cone? He asks her. What's that? She takes a small step back. Nothing dangerous, he grins. Pine cones hold seeds. Let's go find some. With one hand on its trunk, Drake spins around a tree and then heads into the woods. Jama follows. They're cute together. Cal steps up beside me. Jama's coping well. Shading my gaze from the sun, I look up into his blue eyes flashing below the dust mask on his forehead. Does it bother you? I ask, seeing her with Drake so soon after. My mouth goes dry. His brother's death is recent and raw, and I see a hint of pain as he tries not to frown.
Scout would be glad to see her happy. Still, I nod toward them. Scout and Jama were dating partners. Are you sure you're okay with this? Whatever this is? Yeah, it's fine. I lean against the boulder again, studying Cal. Sunlight gilds the whiskers on his jaw and sharpens the angles of his face. Even the crooked bump where his nose was broken can't mar my ex-boyfriend's good looks. In fact, I think the nose break made him more handsome, more rugged. And in spite of all that's happened, I want to reach my fingers across the distance that parts us. But it wouldn't be right, not even to comfort him. The comfort would be short-lived and unfair. How are you doing? I ask. He straightens his shoulders. Better.